Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action talking about our Bruins. Locker Room, changing the way we chat about sports. Today is Friday, June 11th, and our Bruins spent a bunch of time this morning uh, addressing the media via Zoom. I'm going to spend some time today breaking down the most notable comments, specifically from Tugarask, Taylor Hall, and David Krejci. The Bruins were on Zoom rolling players through for over four hours this morning, so there was a lot of content to get through, and uh, I'll do my best to highlight the most important things you need to know. Before I do, a reminder that the podcast will remain five days a week, for the foreseeable future till the Stanley Cup is awarded at least. So please do hit that subscribe button and each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy at your leisure. You can also follow the podcast at LO Boston Bruins on Twitter, Locked On Bruins and Instagram, and you can find me and my hockey tweets and dad jokes uh, at Ian C. McLaren. A quick thank you again to all who have subscribed and been a part of the podcast this season. Uh, It really does mean a lot. All the support. We have seen uh, tremendous growth when it comes to the podcast. And it's been great to yeah connect with with a bunch of you. And hopefully we can keep that going over the offseason. I know we're disappointed that the Bruins aren't playing tonight in a Game 7. That they won't be, uh, you know, matching up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Trying to... Uh, avenge you know playoff losses in years past against them Uh, but here we are and you know as I was listening in on the Bruins players zooms this morning there was a few things that were apparent first of all they all were very disappointed about uh, the result against the New York Islanders many uh, expressed that they felt this team was built for a longer playoff run Uh, You know, I don't know, looking at Vegas and Tampa Bay specifically, whether the Bruins as uh, built could hang with those teams, and especially with the injury issues that we'll get into here in a moment. Uh, But still, disappointing for the players, to be sure, as it is for us. The players are also very visibly, physically, and mentally exhausted. A lot of these guys just look so drained, uh, ready to spend some time hanging out with their families uh, to get away from the ice. It's been 15, 16 months of pretty unprecedented and crazy times. The initial COVID shutdown, uh, return to play scenario with a training camp, the bubble, a very weird off season, another training camp, 56 games, uh, all Within tight COVID protocols, isolation, a lot of the guys mentioned that as well, how difficult it was. Um, And they were open and honest about, you know, struggling mentally. And I really appreciated that. Chris Wagner specifically mentioned that. Um, And they're all looking forward to getting back to a normal season structure after enjoying time with their families uh, through the offseason. Now, there will be some 
surgeries and injury related issues to take care of over the offseason and that brings us to Tuka Rask he's an unrestricted free agent or he will be this uh, offseason and the veteran goaltender announced Friday that he will undergo surgery after playing through a torn labrum in his hip during the postseason he said it was an injury that first uh, started affecting him back in the bubble last year before he left due to a family emergency and it put a strain on his back that's why he missed a lot of time during the regular season he said he couldn't even stand for like a week so that will be the first order of business for Tugarask this offseason and he said uh, the recovery would probably put him on track to be able to play sometime January or February now I've already seen some takes expressing that Uh, You know, if Rask wasn't 100%, he shouldn't have been playing. Why was he in the net with this injury? Uh, There's a couple of things to note here. You cannot fault or get on Rask for being soft, being unwilling to play, uh, not stepping up in big games, and then also criticize him for wanting to play here in the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs. He was still very good despite this injury, and A, it wasn't his decision alone, it went through head coach Bruce Cassidy, goalie coach Bob Essensa. So he alone can't be, you know, faulted for playing, for being in there uh, instead of Jeremy Swayman. Uh, But at the same time, it shows his dedication to the team. It shows his willingness to uh, do everything he can to help the team win. He still played very well in the playoffs, a 919 save percentage. Those numbers did drop significantly from series to series. Uh, But still, uh, the fact that he wanted to be in there shows that he is willing to win. Uh, He was asked about general fan criticism that he receives. He said, there's a reason I don't read social media or the news really, because when you get caught up in that, it's mentally tough. It really doesn't affect me because I don't hear the noise. But he said, many times before, people have their opinions They have the right to say whatever they want to say as long as it's in some kind of a, you know, there's limits. Rask also added when he's out and about, people have generally been pretty supportive and respectful. That was echoed by a few other players. uh, And that kind of goes to show you how the reaction on Twitter is often very different than in real life. When you're faced with the human being, uh, you're more liable to be encouraging, supportive, empathetic, as opposed to angrily typing on a screen he said it's not like when he goes to the grocery store people are throwing eggs at him or yelling at him Uh, that would suck people nowadays they like to talk in social media whatever the topic is it seems like everybody has an opinion on everything and he doesn't let it bother him it's tough to win he added there are very few guys who win it and it's not easy if you look back at 2011 even it took like an unprecedented run by Tim Thomas for the Bruins to win. Rask was very good in 2013, very good in 2019. The team has definitely tried to win in those years, just haven't been able to close the deal, and that's the way it is, he said. Just have to deal with it. Maybe it will happen. Who knows? Rask is 34. He had a 6-4 and record in the postseason with a 9-19 save percentage, like I said, uh, in the regular season. 15-5-2 record with a 9-13 save percentage. It's his 14th season in the NHL. He just played the final season of an 8-year, $56 million deal signed with Boston in 2013. 
Uh, and, you know, like he said, he only wants to play for the Bruins. So if there is a deal to be made, it will be between his agent and general manager Don Sweeney. The fact that he will be out until January or February will obviously be a consideration in the deal. Uh, his salary will likely be far less than what he's or had been making, that $7 million. Uh, but he seems okay with that, willing to do whatever it takes to stay in Boston. And he said, you know, failing that, he might go home and play in Finland. He's part owner of a team there. Who knows? But he really does seem to love the city of Boston, wants to stay here, wants to continue playing for the Bruins. And uh, I, for one, hope that they can get something done. Uh, he said he's looking forward to kind of mentoring Jeremy Swayman, Dan Vladar, whoever's the backup, most likely Swayman. And, uh, you know, that kind of transition process could serve the Bruins well instead of just throwing Swayman into the fire. So that's where things are with Tukarask, one of the bigger talking points from the uh, Zoom availabilities here on Friday. Before we move on, let's talk for a moment about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. They can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. And best of all, everything is automatic. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started, and you can grow your wealth the easy way by letting Wealthfront do the work for you. Go to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to get started today. Shortly after Tuka Rask addressed the media, it was Taylor Hall's turn. And he said he is going to prioritize fit with a team over money as he hits unrestricted free agency uh, for the second straight summer or offseason. He accepted a, a one-year $8 million deal with the Buffalo Sabres uh, back prior to this past season. Obviously, that did not work out, and he was later acquired by the Bruins along with Curtis Lazar in exchange for Andres Bjork and a second-round pick. He only recorded two goals and 19 points in 37 games with the Sabres, and then scored eight goals and 14 points in 16 games in the regular season for the Bruins, and chipped in three goals and five points in 11 playoff games. He said, I'm not looking to absolutely maximize my value at this point. It's about being a good fit rather than money or a long-term thing. I just want to find a good home for the next uh, few years. He said he really loves Boston. He's going to stick around in the city because um, there's still some pretty heavy COVID lockdown restrictions here in Ontario. They're just beginning to ease today. Uh, he's going to stick around in Boston for a little bit and uh, get more of a feel for the city. But he thinks he fits in well there. He wants to stay, and he's saying that he is willing to prioritize fit, comfortability, and uh, you know a good situation over 
taking uh, the best possible deal in free agency, which bodes very well for the Boston Bruins. Hall added there were some really dark days this year in Buffalo. He hasn't really talked about it a lot, but he obviously didn't play well, but it seems like there was more to it than just struggles on the ice. He said he doesn't have anyone to blame for that, for his play in Buffalo, but himself. It just didn't work out. Came in prepared, worked hard, and for whatever reason, they just didn't have it. They had a great group of guys. The chemistry in the locker room was great, but when it came time to perform in the game, he didn't do his job, and he's sure a lot of guys would say the same thing. Uh, now, both Craig Smith and David Krejci would later talk about how much they loved playing with Taylor Hall. That line uh, was just lights out after the trade deadline. Uh, not as much in the playoffs. You heard me say kind of the point drop-off that Hall experienced in the playoffs uh, compared to the regular season, but still, they were out there creating chances. Uh, Craig Smith was actually playing with a groin issue, uh, an injury that he suffered early in the Islanders series, so that didn't help. Uh, but at the end of the day, Taylor Hall has really enjoyed his time in Boston. He's willing to take less than market value to stay where he feels comfortable. And so all signs are pointing to uh, Taylor Hall being a Boston Bruin for at least another few seasons, which is great. As a reminder, uh, with Rask, with Hall, with Krejci, any unrestricted free agent on the roster, uh, if they are not signed before the expansion draft, then the Bruins don't have to add them to their protected list. So we won't hear about any... Uh, contract extensions until after the expansion draft, most likely. In the meantime, Seattle can talk to these guys, uh, but you know, I I would be shocked if any of them signed with a team prior to the expansion draft because you don't know what the team is going to look like. Uh, but when it comes to Taylor Hall, there seems to be mutual interest there. Uh, Cam Neely and Don Sweeney said earlier that they were going to, yeah see what the fit was like, see what happened in the playoffs. I don't think there was really anything to suggest that they wouldn't want to keep him around, especially if he's willing to take kind of that uh, token Boston Bruins hometown discount and help the team uh, make some signings elsewhere. So very encouraging that way, and uh, I hope that yeah, they can they can do something because I, for one, am a big Taylor Hall fan. He really impressed me, uh, especially with his play uh, off the puck, his defensive abilities, his back-checking, uh, his own entries, his distribution, his finish. It was all there for me, and uh, it would be... Uh, it would be really disappointing if, if he's not back. Now, speaking of unrestricted free agents, there was one more who spoke today. Well, a couple more, but most notably David Krejci. Now Krejci's body language really suggested that he was ready for a break. Uh, seemed like the last thing he wanted to talk about was hockey at the moment or his future. But he did echo Tuka Rask and Taylor Hall to a degree saying that he does not want to play anywhere else but Boston. He said it's not about the money. I guess that's all I can tell you. My next deal isn't going to be based on money. At the same time, I can't see myself playing for a different team. So we'll see what happens. I don't even know. I even talked to my parents and they asked me and I can't even give them a straight answer. I just don't know right now. 
there have been many stories over the years uh, reporting that David Krejci is keen to finish his career in the Czech Republic. And he didn't deny that, but he's not saying that he wants that to happen right away. You know, his, his parents are still in Czech. Uh, his children and his wife are over here in Boston. So he'd like to form a relationship between those familial generations. Uh, his, his kids don't speak Czech. Uh, his parents only speak Czech. So he said... Yeah, he reiterated that at one point he would like to finish his career in Czech, but for different reasons. His kids don't speak the language. He'd like to see them uh, learn it. But when that is going to happen, or if that's going to happen, we'll see. Uh, So again, Krejci said he and the team did not discuss an extension during the season. Both sides wanted to focus on hockey. He'll now take a few weeks to spend time with his family before getting the ball rolling on uh, free agency and what his future holds. Now keep in mind, both Rask and Krejci were the highest paid players on the Bruins this season. Uh, Krejci making 7.25 million, uh, the highest paid player on the team, uh, you know, minus Taylor Hall's contract that was prorated, uh, and Tuka Rask was making $7 million. So if both Krejci and Rask are willing to uh, take significant pay cuts and they're saying they only want to play in Boston that could really help the cap uh, as the Bruins try to get some other guys signed under contract as well Uh, Mike Riley said that he's uh, been talking to the team there's mutual interest there Uh, Sean Corrali said there have been no discussions I I wouldn't be surprised if if he's not back Uh, but you also have some restricted free agents in uh, Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha. Uh, Nick Ritchie said he has been talking to Kasha and he's hopeful that he can play hockey again, whether or not it's with the Bruins. That remains to be seen. Uh, You have uh, lesser guys like uh, Cameron Hughes, uh, Zach Sinitian, who are restricted free agents. Brandon Carlo is a restricted free agent. That will be an interesting contract. And uh, Yaroslav Alak is unrestricted. We'll see if he's brought back. Probably probably not at this point. Uh, Jared Tenordi might come back. Kevin Miller, uh, Stephen Kampfer. All these guys are unrestricted free agents. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Bruins re-up with some of these guys or they really go with more of a youth movement to supplement the veteran core. Steve Kampfer kind of downplayed... Uh, reports that he's heading to the KHL. He said he's had offers, but you know he's still under contract technically, and he's uh, rehabbing from recent surgery. Uh, Kevin Miller uh, admitted that he had suffered a concussion at the hands of Dmitry Orlov in the Capital Series. Uh, you never know with concussion issues. Carlo said he um, suffered effects from the hit from Cal Clutterbuck uh, in the Islanders series. He was clearly shaken up. Uh, he's felt fine off the ice, but when it comes to skating, uh, he was experiencing some dizziness and would have been questionable for Game 7. Kevin Miller was a possibility. So all these guys are free agents and will need new deals. And these bigger guys like uh, Krejci, um, Hall, and Rask, if they're able to sign at 
you know, less than what they might make on the open market, then that would certainly help the Bruins kind of complement the core and uh, make maybe one, two more runs here with uh, this core intact. These long-term core guys aren't getting any younger. Uh, Rask, 34. Bergeron, Krejci, both 35. Even Marshan's getting up there. He's 33. Uh, you know, you're only going to get so many more kicks at the cup with these guys. And uh, keeping this group together for a few more seasons, two, maybe three seasons, would really optimize what they have left in, in this core group. These are conversations that we'll have uh, throughout the offseason as as things develop, but that's kind of the sense of where things are at here following Friday's uh, Bruins Zoom availabilities. Wow, that was a lot to go through, and uh, I kind of feel like I need a Built Bar right now. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited-time one? It's the best-tasting protein bar out on the market, and when you talk to a Built Bar fan... Many of them have their favorites, whether it's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, or salted caramel. There really is something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Now, they're not just great tasting, they're also healthy too. There's about 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs for most of the flavors. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. You will not regret it. Some notes on a couple other guys here before I get to some league-wide stuff. Uh, Jeremy Lozon underwent surgery on his right hand in the first round and was playing with a splint during the second round. Uh, So maybe let's tap the brakes on running him out of the league he was obviously not 100%. Uh, you know, doesn't quite excuse that overtime pass uh, that uh, went off Charlie Coyle skate and into the back of the net after a breakaway, but uh, still willing to cut him a little break there. I asked uh, Nick Ritchie if he was heading home for the offseason. He said, uh, like a lot of Canadian players, that uh, he's probably going to stick around for a little bit since COVID lockdown restrictions are pretty uh, still pretty heavy up here. Um, Jake DeBrusque said it was a very difficult season for him, both mentally, physically. Um, you know, we'll talk later about trade options perhaps, but I think it's worth keeping him around uh, and seeing what he's able to do on a normal season. I mentioned Chris Wagner said he definitely dealt with anxiety uh, like never before in his life. Uh, what else was said? I don't know. I guess the thing was Brad Marchand said that he was willing to say the Bruins could go all the way this season. But again, I don't, I don't know if that's quite uh, realistic considering how good Tampa Bay and Vegas look at the moment. Vegas, of course, defeating the favored uh, Colorado Avalanche to uh, advance to the Final Four. They'll play the Montreal Canadiens next. Oh, I should mention Curtis Lazar also revealed that he sprained his MCL and bruised his ACL in the Islander series. No surgery needed. He'll be ready to go, or he would have been ready to go in about a week. Uh, Speaking of COVID, he mentioned that his parents and in-laws haven't even been able to meet his baby son yet due to border closures. Uh, Just as another example of how this COVID season has affected uh, many of the players. 
I think that pretty much covers it for the notable uh, takeaways from media availability day as the Bruins kind of uh, get ready to begin their off season. Of course, we will keep an eye on all Bruins news and notes moving forward. And beginning Monday, we'll kind of sketch out what uh, what you can expect here on the podcast uh, during the off season. Uh, for now, just wanted to kind of wrap that up with what was said today. I'm sure at some point next week, we'll hear from Bruce Cassidy, uh, Don Sweeney, Cam Neely, as they uh, talk about the season, uh, what was, and the season to come, and kind of changes that might be made uh, in regards to the roster. Speaking of changes, probably doesn't affect the Bruins, but Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet uh, saying that the Sabres want to move on from their captain. He said the team is making it known that you know teams around the league can contact them and that they are willing to move the unhappy center sooner rather than later. Uh, Friedman feels Adams should set the marketplace himself rather than be influenced by other clubs. Uh, The Sabres GM could try to play the interested clubs against each other to drive up Eichel's value, but some teams are pointing to the center's neck injury to suggest Adams isn't dealing from a position of strength. Again, If the Bruins were going to make a move like this, it would require either Pasternak or McAvoy. That's probably a non-starter. Although there is something to be said for a franchise center with Krejci and Bergeron getting up there, but you'd have to sacrifice either your franchise winger or your franchise defenseman in the process. That's it for uh, today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. Again, super disappointing that the Bruins aren't playing tonight. Would have loved to have seen them again come out of the east i don't think that they would have beaten the the lightning per se but it would have been nice to see them get a chance and um yeah still disappointed that that things ended as they did i do think that they were uh, the better team in that series uh, not to take anything away from the islanders but the bruins did you know have the numbers behind them and uh, a couple bounces here and there it could have been a different story uh, but at the same time, the, like I said, the Bruins did look like a team. Uh, excited to to kind of get a break here, as disappointed as they are not to be playing uh, anymore this season. As for me, like I said, still be around here for uh, five days a week for the foreseeable future. Uh, you can subscribe if you haven't already uh, and never miss an episode. I really do appreciate all the support. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back on Monday. In the meantime... Uh, patios are opening up here in Ontario. Probably going to go have some deck drinks tonight. Uh, we finished Mayor of Easttown last night, which I highly recommend. And uh, probably pivot over to uh, recent Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale episodes, as well as uh, Lupin Part 2, which dropped on Netflix today. I also started reading uh, the Clara and the Sun book by uh, Ishiguro, uh, which is very good. A highly uh, anticipated book there. And uh, still watching that F1 series, which I recommend if, if you're looking for a sports fix here. Uh, I'm going to log off now as there's some work being done outside, which is kind of annoying. Some buzzing noises out there. I believe they're putting in new fiber optic cables in my neighborhood, if anybody cares. So yeah, friends, have a great weekend. Try to um, forget about the Bruins here for a bit. And uh, we'll be back on Monday to talk about the offseason ahead and what we can expect from this team moving forward. Uh, Until then, 
like I said, have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Get outside. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy some adult beverages. And uh, I'll catch you on Monday. Later.